In a studio that's in a basement comes the epic story of how two friends changed the future of the movie podcast game forever. The reviews are in. Boys Life magazine gives the High Psy podcast four and a half acorns. The Daily Bugle says, these guys are super legit. And Pope Francis declares the podcast as life-affirming. From the kid who tried to get smart with David Spade and got fucking old. You're still out. You're still back. And the guy who can name all four Baldwin brothers. Alec, William, Daniel, and the baby boy, Stephen. Live from the studio of his parents' basement. The Have You Seen It Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Have You Seen It Podcast. My name is Mason Knight. Sitting across from me is the one and only Cash Krause. But before we begin, if you guys can please be sure to smash that like button, comment below, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification as we drop videos here every single day. So with that said, Cash, what are we here reviewing today? I've got to put today? my hood on, uh, damn it. Oh, no uh, hood. You do have the robe, though. I the know, Jedi I robe. Well, it's an extremely special week for us. Of course. Because Obi-Wan is being released. It's Star Wars Celebration Week. So yep. why, what better time to do the original prequels? Yeah. So we're reviewing the prequels. We're doing Obi-Wan. It's going to be a huge, huge Star Wars week. So if you're yes. doing that thing. If you like Star Wars, you're going to like this channel this week. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> A lot sure. of Star Wars content this week. But Mason, we're here, man. Wow. How long have we waited for this TV series? Well, since 2005, so about 17 <laughs> years. 17 years we didn't know we had to wait. I but. cannot believe we're getting it. Yeah. So, so long. A lot of time had to pass for people to be okay with this series to come out. Right. Uh, I'm well, just amazed. And McGregor always said, too, that there was a story to be had here. Sure, you know? yeah. And uh, it was it was always something that, you know, in the expanded universe, they had written books, you know, uh about Obi-Wan's life in between episode right. three and four on planet Tatooine. So well, very excited we got it. The hate for the prequels had to die down enough. Yes. Because the hate for the new sequels was large <laughs> enough that we can like, you know what? Prequels are okay. Prequels are pretty good now. <laughs> Seriously. They're I they stand the test of time. As I say often, they age like a fine wine. The re- I really do think that those new ones had to come out for people to hate the prequels a little less yes. for us get because that's even what all his interviews because Hank Christian and mm. Obi-Wan or not Obi-Wan but Ewan McGregor <laughs> yeah. are doing all these interviews together right now right. because of this and that's pretty much what they said was like it it had to die down a little bit yeah and get appreciation because I think people have a much larger appreciation for those films. Yes, I, I most certainly do. And I was always one that really enjoyed the prequels because that's what I grew up on. Yeah. You know, so I was a kid so I didn't really have the full context of like, you know, dissecting film and whatnot but <laughs> right. uh, yeah they they hold a special place in my heart how crazy though mason should we get into yeah, episode let's just one jump right into it uh, it's just called part one simple part one but i kind of knew from just the beginning of like the recap of what happened like the last 10 years or whatever mm-hmm. i knew this was gonna be something special yeah and just that opening scene of them and the temple. And we get more Order 66. We do. Order 66 is so fucking breezed through in the original yes. and the prequels. For sure. I want to see a lot. I want like a full series on like the week of Order 66. Yeah. Because remember, this happens 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Right. Remember in Revenge of the Sith, 
at one point they're in the library and Obi-Wan goes, I've sent out a message to all the remaining. Because there's Jedi Not to out come back still. to the Jedi Council. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's still... There's, or Jedi Temple, rather. Yeah, and we've gotten a lot of stories of like Jedi, like in Rebels, we get Kanan and stuff. That right. kind of... They kind of just all... They yoded it and they all mm. went to backwoods planets where yep. he will never find them. But there's stories there for sure. And this one opens up 10 years after Order 66. But we get the night of Order 66. It was so fucking cool. And you know, so obviously, cool. what they're doing here. If you pay close enough attention. They're cleaning the house. Well, they're cleaning the house. But this is definitely a backstory for a character that comes into play in episode one and two for sure. Yeah. And, you know, uh, which is Reva. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, she's one of the girls at this uh, Order 66 and is now the third sister in the Inquisitors. And she is, uh, she's hell-bent on killing Obi-Wan Kenobi because, you know, he was responsible for all of this in her mind. Yeah. You know, because her, because his, you know, apprentice yeah. turned into Vader and killed everyone. So. Uh, yeah, who she's working for now. Yeah, I know. Gotta do some mental loops. <laughs> some gymnastics yeah. there. But uh, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, man. So it opens up 10 years after that. We get a little bit of Order 66, then it goes forward in time. But you kind of dipped into it. Get the Grand Inquisitor. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. We'll yeah, it. we'll get into because if you don't, if if you Mason, you haven't watched much of Star Wars Rebels, but he is kind of the big bad guy yeah. in Star Wars Rebels. Well, I've seen most of Star Wars Rebels. I think I'm like I need like to watch the last two seasons. Yeah, and but he is. But uh, I've gotten to the part where he flies. <laughs> the worst part of Star Wars Rebels by far. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, God when they never happened, did it here. They never do I, it here. When I was going to say, if they bring it up in this, I'm going to get really mad because it is definitely Looney that's a, Tunes. Oh, that's, that's those cartoons, though. You know, they borderline, it's even Clone Wars, you know, yeah. there's absolutely some goofy shit. And then there's some dark shit, too, mm-hmm. of people getting fucking murdered. Yeah. But yeah, they never do that. But they do have awesome lightsabers. Yeah. That if you haven't seen any of the Star Wars Rebels, you know they spin. They spin. Super cool. But you know, all you got to do is stick two lightsabers in the middle. <laughs> or one. It just got to do this. But yeah, we get the Grand Inquisitor. If you don't know who that is, uh, basically these brothers and sisters of all old Jedi that mm-hmm. used to be Jedi, they all kind of went to the dark side too. Now their jobs are only to hunt, hunt down, down Jedi. the Jedi. Yeah. And there's... I can't remember. I think there's six of them. I think there's a sixth brother, a, a fourth sister, and stuff like that. So there's not a ton of them. But the leader of this group is the Grand Inquisitor. Right. And he's a big, big, scary guy. Yeah. And uh, he's only scared of one person, and that's Darth Vader. Yep. But uh, so they're hunting. Uh, they're hunting down. Of course, we get what planet do we go to? The only planet that uh, exists. Tatooine. <laughs> hey, imagine that. Uh where uh, we get this kind of montage. There's not a whole lot that happens in episode one, but what I will say is I really did enjoy kind of the discovery and kind of seeing Obi-Wan Kenobi's daily life of like, you know, just working a normal job, obviously dealing with traumatic PTSD 10 years oh, God. after the fact. So you can only imagine leading up to that point, his PTSD was even worse. Has not touched a lightsaber. No, has not touched it or used the force. And looks a little out of it. He looks a little. He is uh, not a, a little thin. He is peak. He's peak Obi Wan. Where as far as his Jedi skills in Revenge of Sith, where he is throwing the like, Grievous with his Force and whatnot, yeah. he's not that no. Obi Wan in this. No, because he can't use the Force because then that'll alert you know the Inquisitors. And he's been out of practice for a, a long, long time. time. Even he, he he even gets in a fist fight in this, and he almost gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he does. <laughs> 
unfortunately. But uh, but he's also he's doing something creepy. And he's take keeping tabs on this kid that he lives by. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I don't know who's this old guy watching this kid every day. It's creepy. And he's he's of course he's been. He's old Ben in this one. Yep. Well, he's not old Ben yet, but not everyone really. calls him Ben Kenobi in yep. this. They don't call him Obi-Wan. He's completely gotten rid of that name. But he lives in a cave, mm-hmm. creepy, yep. and he lives above a family with a child that he watches every day. Yes. Anything wrong with that, Mason? Any not a, I can't think of anything. Honestly. Okay, good. Okay. Any uh, buys toys for the kid? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Against the parents' will. will. Yeah. Owen shows up. He's like, hey, look, I'm going to need you to quit buying uh, him Hey, look, toys. Ben, I'm going to kick your ass <laughs> if you keep buying toys. <laughs> or I'm just going to tell the Inquisitor up my ass, holding a lightsaber to my throat, uh, where yeah. you are. One good thing is uh, uh, Lars, who was... Uh, uh, Shmi's yes, husband, husband and whatnot. Yeah. They're actually good people, and they know who Ben is. Right. So it's not right. completely creepy. It's well, not yeah. a complete strange. Well, we're obviously <laughs> joking around here. Yeah, but it's but. still creepy. Yeah, it's, it's still super yeah. creepy. Yeah. But I mean, you know, when the when Yoda orders you to, uh, they're not even toys watch. though. They're also training devices. They are. Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, but it's kind of. But cool, he's the one I, part of this. I did like it because, like, you know, Luke Skywalker has that very, very uh, ship. In A New Hope when he's holding it up and doing this. So that was kind yeah. of a cool call, uh, callback, you know. This, th- I mean, this show is already so awesome. It already gives you so much stuff that you wanted in all the movies that you don't get. We, yep. we get a ton of Jawas in this. We mm-hmm. get more lightsaber. We get more lightsaber duels in this one than we do the first five minutes than we did the first two, two films, films of, of the, the prequels. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, but, uh, and we, okay. we get a, a cameo by a Safty brother. Benny Safty plays the, the the Jedi they're hunting. Oh, duh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that Jedi's name? Nari? Uh, yeah, Nari. Yes, yeah. yeah. He was... Doesn't last long. Yeah, he clearly has not had much training no. of the, the arts, <laughs> unfortunately. And, uh, of course, against Quizzers, but that's a really good scene. In that cantina? Where yeah. uh, uh, Reva throws the, the blade and it sticks right before yeah. it stabs that guy. Jedi cannot help themselves. It's like an itch they must scratch. Hunting Jedi is all about patience. They hunt themselves. Yes, they do. That's what they say. Not Obi-Wan. He's pretty much good with letting people die at this point. (laughs) He's got to. I mean, he's got the most important mission in the world. We got to talk about one more thing uh, before, because we're going to try to keep this like 15 minutes. The introduction to Leia, this child actor who played Leia knocked it out of the park, dude. I yeah. thought she was one of the highlights of this show. She embodied the the wittiness, the the um just the very like smart and like tenacious person that Leia was. Like I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, that's that's one thing I I did not expect that we were gonna get was anything to do with Leia at all. Yeah, I kind of like that. That was a different twist that I did not expect. Jimmy Smith is it. back. Uh, playing her, her adopted father. Oh, uh, Bail Organa. Bail Organa. Yes. Jimmy Smith, he's fucking great, dude. He's, yep. he's, he was in the other dude, too, but uh, he's really good in this one. And uh, I was I was pumped when, when I saw him. I was like, sweet, they brought back Bail yeah, Organa. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that, sure. yeah. I did not think they were going to be able to do great, that. too. Because he's a, he's a big actor, too. Jimmy Smith is a yeah. big actor, for sure, yeah. The yeah, that's that a pretty small role for him. him. Yeah, uh, man, he looks great. I mean, yeah, he, 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 like, he doesn't look like he's aged much at all. No. He, <laughs> He looks wild. The thing is, they have to kind of age uh, appropriately. Obi Wan a little bit yeah. in this one because he looks so much older. Obviously, six years later, yeah, he comes in contact with Luke. Mm-hmm. 
But man, I was so happy. This one, it just checked all the boxes off me. He gets off Tatooine in like the first thirty minutes. Yep. He's like on a on a, a ship out of there. Yep. And I did like God. that twist because I didn't really, I, I didn't expect it because, you know, in the trailer and stuff, they were doing like, oh, Luke, he's protecting Luke. But I like that switch of like being like, oh, no, now he's got to go protect Leia. Yeah. I will say. Which gets him off planet. That's the reason. Right. Thank, thank goodness. I want to get into my problems of episode two next, obviously next episode, because there are a few things that I'm like, eh, I don't know. But this first episode was awesome. I really did enjoy it from start to finish. Like, I, I thought it was great. I liked, yeah, I liked. Nari, who is the Jedi, who he goes to uh, Ben Kenobi at this point, yeah. and he's begging him for help, and it just shows you that Ben is. He says, "Dude, just go kno- bury that thing somewhere and never yeah, speak of it again." He knows the mission now is no longer to keep the Jedi alive; it's to keep this one kid alive. Yep. And that's it, and it's it's and it's brutal because yeah. Nari, the next scene, is uh, publicly hung. Yes, I kind of wish they would have just hung him by the neck and not take the can't whole robes. I know do it. that's what that's what Mary said too. I was like, well, still, I want to see it. I need the gruesome. In my opinion, they would have showed the whole hanging, <laughs> <laughs> the whole execution. I want to see him drop. <laughs> I want to see that want rope see go neck, die. Up. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see the neck broken. Yeah. Mason, we can't have it. We I mean, can't. Yeah. It's Disney Plus. I understand. I yeah, I thought it was kind of lame to hang a Jedi anyways. Just lightsaber this guy in half. Yeah. That would have been better. That would have been cool. But you got to show, you always have to make an example of it, out yeah, of him. That of uh, No Jedi will be allowed. But man, uh, yeah, it's a great first episode. Uh, it is. My my only issue with episode one was Reva having mind-reading capabilities, but then conveniently not doing it when she's face-to-face with Owen and accusing him of harboring Jedi. <laughs> yeah. But then she does it later on in episode two, and I don't want to talk about that yet, but I was like, yeah, be a little consistent with that, you know? And like, my only, I, I don't want to, I don't want to complain because honestly, I love well, that we're getting the show and I have enjoyed it overall a lot. And I'm really excited to complete the series. But, you know, you have two terrific villains in the Grand Inquisitor and Darth Vader. And, like, I just feel like with the character Reva, are we going to have enough time with now only four episodes left with 40 minutes to really establish a brand well, new antagonist? what happens with the Grand Inquisitor later, yeah. I, yeah. She, I, she'll definitely become... Uh, she'll definitely probably become the main villain at one point and even have probably a turning point. Yeah. What is what I'm gonna guess is 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 my uh, yeah my predictions for the future of what's gonna happen as I guess I'm guessing she's gonna have a turning point at some point. No. Someone's gonna have to face Vader, right? <laughs> and no one wants to be that guy because no. Obi Wan right now would get his ass. Kicked yes, he would. Face no. me, he, he has to go through some like Rocky moment, some montage yeah. of like getting back. But I loved it. like I loved these. I loved how cool was he was there. Like he's like working as like a butcher for this mm-hmm. giant like space worm thing yeah. that that died out. It's such a cool scene. Like all that stuff is all practical too, and it's like Deborah Chow does a really good job of directing it, and she's, she's directing, directing the, the whole entire thing. thing. Yeah. I thought that maybe maybe she should be the next one to direct a a movie. Yeah, her her uh, she's great. Or Bryce Dallas Howard, I think, it does a phenomenal job with the Mandalorian. The episode she does direct, yeah. So. I want to see Bryce Dallas Howard direct a uh, a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah, that'd be nice. 
I feel like that would be. I do think she is a better director than she is actress. She's a great director. Yeah, she's but, she's pretty good. All right, let's. Uh, that's the end of episode one, part one. I should say yeah. we're gonna get into part two now, guys. Uh, so thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys like this video, please be sure to smash that like button. Use the force while you do it. Comment below. Subscribe or to your the channel. Hands. Or use your, your hands. hands you know, also. Just use your hands. Yeah, because then it's probably more likely. We're not gonna give Aaron many subscribers. We won't. You try to use the force. Uh, comment below. Subscribe to the channel and hit that bell notifications. We drop videos here every single day. Thank you so much for watching and listening. My name is Mason Knight. That is Cash Krausen. Until next time. Bye.